0: This podcast contains potentially adult language, adult themes, definitely drinking, and possibly sexual context. Listener discretion is advised.
1: Then I fell asleep. No, I don't.
0: Okay. So welcome to Drinking with Authors. This is the celebratory 200th episode. That's not the 200th episode because I miscounted. So ish episode.
2: episode, yeah.
0: It's vaguely between 200 and like 215. It's a little hazy. Oh, okay. You totally could
3: have just kept that to yourself and just slid it into the playlist, and nobody would be. Oh, and nobody would know. It, it
0: says the number when you play the episodes. It's anyway. It's fine. It's fine. So I am your host, Erica Lance, and with me tonight is all of my amazing co-hosts so we have jam paquette valerie willis vanessa yes. valiente mark muncie and cr rice and we are going to just do what we do but drinking i'm very excited on what we're going to talk about what we're drinking tonight am to uncork this this is Mum <laughs> napa okay i that's all i got i didn't buy this somebody bought it for me but it's the only champagne i have in the house so I'm gonna I'm gonna uncork it and drink Ooh. the champagne. So uh, let's, let's just go watch your face. Oh, I brought my yeah. towel to do it. Because anybody who knows anything should not uncork champagne without a fucking towel on it. Okay? okay. Like Make a sure boss. Aim it away from your face. <laughs> oh.
4: Like
0: a boss. I <laughs> Drinking with the author's cup, which I is feel world. like for the three hundredth, you gotta do
3: the sword. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> has like 85 practice the sword. Practice.
1: I still spook <laughs> myself every time I have to pop the biscuit container. So
3: I will say I do the same thing. I just drop it on, I like throw it to the other side of the counter so it could like explode <laughs> over there. <laughs> just,
0: okay, well yeah. now we're gonna talk about what we're drinking since you guys are ridiculous and making us look uncouth. <laughs> Hold on, I'm drinking out of my drinking with Authors celebratory cup. Nice. Okay. I'm, I'm oh, this good. is this is not good champagne. <laughs> <laughs> a terrible plan. Oh
2: well, well, we lost that endorsement. There it goes. <laughs> <We're not laughs> adorable, so. The
0: good thing we're sponsored by Skunk Brothers Spirits. <laughs> I should be drinking some of their stuff, D W A ten coupon code. CR, what are you drinking? I went back to my healthy stuff since I was feeling bad yesterday. So now listen.
3: So I created this drink because I ran out of mixers, right? But I had green tea. So I do green tea and a shit ton of vodka and it's healthy. And what is the meaning of this drink?
2: (laughs) Vodka is made with potatoes. So it's a vegetable.
3: Right, right. Green tea keeps is 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 the like fountain of youth according to several cultures. It was 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 first
1: produced in the leopard colony during
0: the Okay, Valerie, (laughs) nobody needs to know that. Shut up. Moving on. Mark, what are you drinking?
2: (laughs) Oh, since I'm still on the epilepsy meds, as always, I am doing my usual coffee shop of horrors. This time I am having the the Beetlejuice blend called Morning BJ. Oh. which is uh, which is a wonderful banana nut bread for Morning VJ. <laughs> and
0: love I'm good. drinking in
2: my celebratory mug, my Batman 89 Batmobile mug. So
0: Awesome. I just want to say that that's like a triple entendre between the VJ and the banana. Exactly.
2: Banana nut bread. <laughs>
3: yes.
0: um, Vanessa, what are you drinking? So I am
4: drinking, I feel like everyone else is way more fancier, but Stella.
0: Okay, um, I'm just going to say, I can guarantee Jen is not going to be fancier when we get to that. (laughs) Um, Well, Jen does apparently have a Grogu mug. What are you drinking out of your Grogu mug? I'm
5: drinking chocolate Earl Grey tea because I got fancy today.
0: Oh, you did get fancy. It's really good,
5: surprisingly so.
0: Okay, and Val, what are you drinking? I have Rosata Moscato d'Asti,
1: product of Italy. And I'm drinking it in dust boot.
4: Ooh. And, and so many my, my are badly disastrous. produced. It looks oh, like you're drinking purple, water though.
1: Very <laughs> <That's laughs> clear, I know, but it's super oh. sweet. It's going down way too easy.
0: You have to all turn right, so the boot. You're up. Uh, don't do How's that. You? No, just don't no, That's trying and a just... terrible plan. That's a terrible plan. I'm She's great, gonna spill
4: buddy. that all over the keyboard. Don't don't do that. I bought a waterproof keyboard for this reason. (laughs) (laughs)
3: How many
4: keyboards did you destroy
3: with a liquid before you had to go, you know what? What?
0: Okay, so before before I drink more of this absolutely terrible, I mean, I guess. We're getting lightning from the Skunk Brothers. Yeah, it's all the way upstairs, you, and I already did that once this week, and I need yeah. to still recover <laughs> that from was that. was glorious. <laughs> you you should have seen that. the after
3: effects yesterday. It was
0: fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like my body knew I was drinking alcohol again yesterday, and it was like, hey, you remember that, that lightning? We saved some in your blood cells. You uh, was it was like 80 proof or some <laughs> shit like that? Well, the lightning is 80 proof corn moonshine. With honey in it, it is just disastrous, That's... but wonderful and magical. Okay, so let's actually do something we don't ever do with the co-hosts and talk a little bit about what each of you writes. Ooh, Ooh. Ooh. my nightmare. Ooh. <laughs> so JM, we're going to start with you, the sober one, because everybody else will be drinking, so it'll be more entertaining when we get to them.
5: <laughs> I write cheesy vampire romance, paranormal stuff urban fantasy
0: so so what is a, a book that somebody could look up for the mystical jm paquette to find
5: i have a, a series called uh cloudon's ring that has it's a trilogy um that's like dnd meets vampires uh party of five but with vampires and elves and stuff and that is available and then there's a book of short stories that goes with that and then i also have a modern urban fantasy um called conjuring fascination where books one and two are available and book three is coming out in like a month or so so it may be out by the time this plays
0: very very cool uh valerie (laughs) i write
1: all the things erica i I know (laughs) under valerie willis i write mythology fueled dark fantasy romances and i also write uh writer's books and then under VC Willis, I write very broody, angsty fantasy male male romances that editors fight over, which makes my day. And then on the naughtier spectrum, uh, I write under the pen name Honey Cummings, where I'm notorious for household titles like Sleeping with Sasquatch and Cuddling with Chupacabra, and that always gets
0: plenty of laughs it's not uh, no that's you laughing at yourself people i'm surprised you made it through that you haven't been drinking cr what are you what are you writing
3: i do young adult fantasy for the most part right now the the realm series the next realm is going to be sci-fi i believe we decided is that what it is yep. or did we go to the detective yes yeah, so that's all that fun jazz
0: very very cool, and um, the first one in that series is called Denial, correct? Yes, I actually have it right
3: here. Oh, look at that! First time ever. I had to double check address yesterday.
0: <laughs> well, and Jen's got cloud Miss ring up behind her. I know. Now, now. And then I'm gonna make Valerie. Everybody dig So, what do you write?
4: Ooh. Okay. So under my real name, I do have two short stories in two different collections, which is um, a demonic household items where I ta- I have uh, pumpkin spiced coffee that turns people into vicious creatures. And then I also have another one where it's in a uh, another collection that is... Um, kind of it's like a one world and everyone kind of writes a different little aspect of that one little town and i will i'm just putting this out on the podcast because erica is going to ask i will get my debut novel in my actual name done this year which is high fantasy i i'm just putting it out there in the world
0: I was going to say, because Charles Gannon is going to junk-punch you if you know, yes.
4: don't Yes, a lot of people. I was going to say, you were talking about it when I did my podcast.
3: uh uh-huh. Yeah, we all know. Year. We can all break get be- about this. And me
1: and Jen have read it, and it's got some glorious prose, very poetic <laughs> voice to it. Right,
4: Listen, well,
0: you know. Excuse me. She is going on what about what done? she writes. What else, Vanessa? Yes.
4: Um, and then also, Valerie and I in the future, I don't know when, But we will be co writing uh, a paranormal adult fantasy set in the roaring 20s where sexy werewolf shifter brothers. So that will be happening. And I also. No, vampire diaries. No, no, no. no. I mean, that's
3: exactly what it just sounded like.
4: No. (laughs) Oh, no, 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 no. Even though I do love vampire Diaries. diaries, no. Um, and then I do have a, I do write smutty stuff under a secret identity, which right now I'm not ready to reveal who that is, but I do, I do do the smutty things. So, okay. Yeah.
0: The smutty things, Mark.
2: Oh yeah, speaking of smutty things. Write? Yeah. No, I write, uh, right now I write, uh, paranormal nonfiction. I do folklore and, uh, research trips with paranormal groups and Bigfoot groups and UFO groups. Um, I'm big with the tinfoil hat crowd. Uh, very and, big. Uh, yeah, yeah, very big. It's scary. Uh, and, um, uh, well, I, It's around here somewhere. I usually have it. Uh, but uh, uh, but I'm, I'm letting the lasers control me right now. No, um, I do the Eerie Florida book series from History Press. Uh, and they've all been bestsellers. Eerie Florida, Freaky Florida and Creepy Florida, as long as I can keep coming up with adjectives. And then uh, the next project uh, that is just went to the publisher and should be out later this year. Was Erie Appalachia. And that one was a two-year project, thanks to the wonderful things that happened in the world. And I couldn't do travel and interviews. But that one involves, here you go, Val, involves your boy Mothman and uh, and and all his buddies.
3: So I
1: just gonna uh, a TikTok of a guy who's like reading his fan fiction of Mothman and him are f-
3: cooking up erotica yeah
2: <laughs> have you seen that statue of him yes, he's got he serious buns of everyone. steel he does, Funny he does so yeah. like
5: fun? making it with
2: uh, mothman yeah, uh, yeah. That, that statue was i guess the the artist just didn't know much about mothman and looked up a thing and sure enough it was the vallejo illustration from some uh it wasn't even mothman it was just this alien entity he's like oh it looks moth like i'll I'll make that a statue so that's where that comes from but uh and then i'm finally back into fiction i used to write for role-playing games back in the 80s and uh some of those old ones like bureau 13 games that you never heard of uh and uh and then uh and thankfully you know are rightfully dead but uh you know and now i'm back into fiction so hopefully soon with more info i love that
0: hopefully it is soon that's (laughs) There's no hope happen, about yeah. it. It's happening no matter what. So for you wonderful Hold on, listeners you got to do there, you. Hi, I talk a oh, lot about what know. I write on the show, but I guess I can do for it real quick. I, I um, write under two different names. So under Erica Lance, I write horror. And I have a shit ton of short stories out. And hopefully with, uh, as soon as I have breathing room this year, I'll get my first whole novel in the Florida Hunting Ground series because... Florida is a freak show state and I can write about anything there. And then <laughs> um, under uh, Dahlia Lance or if be safe really fast. Um, I have two series, uh, the apartment 20B, 3B series, which hopefully the second one will be coming out, which was, um, it was meant to be or whatever, um, which is a follow-up to 72% match. And then my home on Horror Island, which has two books in it. And hopefully we'll have a book three training of the tramp soon so which is a prequel as one should have in any sort of smut series don't worry I'm going to have to write to that she's 18 or something because otherwise it's gonna get fucking banned but then again in Tennessee all my books might be being banned right now anyway because fuck that um so what's really cool I want to say to um, the listeners now that I've talked about myself for a minute is that All of the hosts you guys are listening to or watching tonight are friends of mine, which has been awesome to be a part of this amazing thing. So what I thought maybe we could do is talk about some of our favorite moments from the podcast in the last hundred episodes, which means you can't talk about the manatee, Valerie. (laughs) So um, just going to get you right. No, because I want to know about the manatee
3: now. I don't know about the manatee. (laughs) (laughs) So (laughs) we were... We were interviewing. She can tell Mayberry, the story,
1: Jonathan <laughs> Mayberry of all people, and yeah. between the break of the like the first half and the second half of the episode, and he was talking about what he was doing the weekend. Asked us what we were doing the weekend, and I'm like, I'm about to go fishing, and man, I hope I don't need a manatee. And <laughs> Erica starts like rushing to hit the record button. <laughs> And he goes, whoa, whoa, what about the manatee? And Erica goes, don't worry, we're trying to get help for that. <laughs> <laughs> and I had to explain to him how I accidentally hit manatees with my, my fishing tackle when I cast out because I can't see them because I always go night fishing. Hey? And they make a honky sound. When, when you hit them, they're very angry. I've watched a woman in a kayak accidentally smack one with her pedal and he turned around and flipped her out of her kayak. They are very vengeful and spiteful creatures. And they're also the Antichrist, right? Right. And, and which also inspired the Antichrist is a manatee. It's a short story in Demonic Wildlife. Hmm.
0: Sure. <laughs> I specifically told her not to tell that story, and yet that just happened
2: right off the bat
0: right off the bat
2: Uh, that we set the bar pretty high there it's gonna be tough
3: I can't say not to talk about it because i immediately want to know or talk about it
0: oh my god i want to know why
3: you shouldn't talk about it
0: and this is why jonathan mayberry wants to have drinks at dragon con with us because (laughs) we're ridiculous jen what is one of your favorite moments
5: can i I feel like this is cheating because it just happened but It was so sweet. We were interviewing Kat Blackard talking about fan interaction and she told the story about an interaction with one of her fans and it was so sweet like it was such a great story, such a great interaction. And I just love how most of the time when we're writing, you kind of do it in isolation for the most part. You don't really know what effect you're having. And for her to have that like feedback, like, yes, what you're doing is important. You're, what she kept saying, you know, my my silly little thing, my my little passion project or whatever it was is really impacting somebody. This character that I created on a whim is influencing how someone lives their daily life. And that's powerful. And I just thought that was so wonderful.
0: That's very awesome. Now somebody has to follow that up. So thanks, Jen. <laughs> hey, Vanessa. <Ooh. laughs>
4: you know, I still say that uh, I am always been impressed with our one guest that actually did what was it sake bombs or was it Irish car bombs on the? Oh, that was an Irish car bomb. Was it an Irish car bomb? I was like, yes. I'm waiting for someone to top that one. Still to this day. So keg stan. Uh, a beer pong across a big long table come on guys I believe in you we can (laughs) do this
0: you believe in them but you're you're showing up with a beer and we're gonna have to work on that I think you can one-up them Vanessa what about you Mark (laughs) oh me
2: you know me I'm the fanboy. so we've been bringing on some amazing guests and I love freaking them out when I pull up a book of theirs that I've had for like 20 years and they, and they all are in shock that they even knew it you know, was still in print. And I'm like, no, it's not in print. I've had this. And <laughs> yeah, it's so uh, uh, no, it's scary. It was, uh, I think it was, uh, well, you know, Al, of course, Al going back, uh, the great Bram Stoker Lifetime Award winner, uh, you know, he, he's an old friend of mine. So it was still funny. He did not realize how many books of his I had. And so that was just one of those moments where he was just like, oh my God, you have all of them. And I was like, yeah, everyone.
0: That's because you we're like, and this one? And this and one? This one? And, and what you guys this- can't see, see is Mark's bookshelf is right next to him, or Jen's is right and behind it's, her. Mark's it's, is, it's, and he's like, name any sci-fi fantasy author. Here are 12 it, books that it, I yeah. have. Well, we had <laughs> Matt,
2: Ford, Matt Forbeck on, who wrote a lot of old role-playing stuff. Uh, from the 90s and he was selling his new book and his new Kickstarter. And then I'm pulling out his ancient stuff and he's like, oh my God, where did you get that? And so it's all those moments where I'm surprising the authors. I think those are the moments that stand out for me because I'm surprising them, which which is fun. So,
0: Very true. CR, what about you? I really enjoyed when we talked to... Marie, I think it
3: was uh shirt, maybe or or Mochul when her husband kept coming in. So we had to quickly change the subject so he'd catch us talking about the sexy parts of her book. Oh and, yeah, no. <laughs>
0: <and> <laughs> it was very funny because what would happen is all of a sudden you'd see a wine glass come in like this, and she would be like like, <laughs> and then we'd be like, "So let's talk about the erotica scene." And she's like, "There are many flowers in the book that." Um. Are- <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. And then he walked out. She's like, "I am so sorry. My husband
3: was just in here, and she doesn't like that talk." And I was like, "What? <laughs> what?
2: Wow!" But it
3: was so funny because that's how we do because. Erica or I would ask her a question or something and she'd be like yeah you know it was really strange because you got to be in the mood and like you get into and then sometimes when I'm writing I really realize that maybe I should just take a walk outside and I was just like what and then like she gets really quiet for a second and you see the the other glass come through because they were staying (laughs) at a hotel right (laughs) so he went downstairs downstairs to get her like the the open bar whatever that it was the happy hour so he you would just see this wine glass come through and then it was silent and you'd hear a click of a door and she's like sex scenes are so hard for me to go through and like would just roll right back into it and i was like you're amazing
0: oh, that is awesome I'm
2: dying. That I love probably it probably
0: my favorite that, that was very very funny i have to say I think what's interesting are some of the new authors that come on. Like we had that um, uh, father-daughter duo that had an entire setup of a civil war thing with the hot air balloon. And I was like, what the fuck is happening? They have props. And apparently they dress like their characters to show up at things. And I was like, this is a whole next level. It's not even like somebody dressing as your character—it's you dressing up to go to conventions, and I think they just loved the whole concept. The whole book being published was a whole other thing, but they were like, "I just want to dress up and have props." Look, I made a, an airship. It
2: was um, and, and the thing is, we kept—they as they were drinking more and more, they kept knocking it, and we were all just what we were in breathless anticipation to watch it fall over and destroy the whole setup. <laughs> they were an incredible couple. That's actually a good book too. I finished it the other day. It's really good
0: zombies in the civil war that's yeah, he, awesome
2: yeah, yeah it's it's it, it, war, it's well right?
0: done yeah hmm? uh, I think so that's always interesting to me when we get brand new authors versus some of the old timers on the show and I don't mean old timers like whatever but after you do a certain number of interviews you get pretty polished to do interviews you know unless you're um, Bill Fawcett that keeps us on our fucking toes the entire time, because we apparently, we're not going to ask enough. Rapid-fire questions, these aren't rapid-fire questions. Bill's
2: wrong with you. <laughs> we love you, Bill. Thank <laughs> you so I much. That was one of the best episodes you. just for that.
0: Oh, my God. That Come, on, rapid fire. Come on, rapid-fire. Come on. Hit me. Hit me, Archer.
2: And then Jody Lynn Nye, his, his wife, who was on a previous episode, is like leaning in. What are you doing, <laughs> what
3: are you doing? <laughs>
1: dude? We we had a swing by Fanboy Expo, and Jody was there. Yes. And, and I realized the moment I got there that she's con mom. So, oh, so like, so 100%. like you're standing there talking to someone, and someone goes, "Hey, so and so needs a snack," and she goes, "I got this," and it's like. <laughs> She starts pulling out huge bags of granola and raisins and nuts and starts custom making granola Like, are you serious like yes! a text mix yeah.
4: kind of deal oh
1: yeah she's, yeah. she's, she's like, incredible Market like, style granola mixes you know yep.
2: <laughs> oh, at my pensacon God. my my <laughs> wife was you know was at the booth with me and she was got a little bit of a headache and immediately jody's at the booth next to us not even we're not even in the same booth and jody is like heard it super wonder woman hearing and turns the corner and is like oh here i have this i have this i have this they had a whole department store pharmacy in the
0: park oh <laughs> was my like, god! she has
5: a bag of many things yep.
0: she does have a bag of holding that yep. apparently has <laughs> snacks and everything else you could possibly need in the entire world
2: little gnome pharmacist in there just handing things out from from her myth adventures book <laughs>
0: What's funny, I, I think, as as a podcast in general, of course, this all started with getting drunk at a bar in St. Petersburg with authors. But the fact is, the um, very big names we've had on the show, and that they talk to each other about being on the show and encourage their friends to be on the show. Like, you really, I mean, the reason we had Bill Fawcett, because Jody Lynn and I sent him a. Uh, told him in a very threatening way that he had to email the show and get on the show if it was allowed because or else so um but i think it's interesting going to conventions which we've managed to go to a few of them and talking with authors and you go you know drinking with authors and they're like oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah okay. our first site by barto it was our first tabled event
1: as four horsemen publications and people were stopping and they're like drinking with authors i <laughs> are like what is happening here like we just started this thing and people are pointing us out we're like what so it, it, it's awesome that both readers and authors have connected so well with us it um and and it's so great to hear how different everyone's journey has been from you know like Jonathan Mayberry sharing the fact that his first publication was Bowling Anew. and New that he goes if anyone can find this book I want it I'm like
0: the great church must begin for the bowling book and
1: i on occasion
0: search for it because i'm like i'm gonna find this book oh my goodness i I would just say i really like covid to be over with since pierce anthony will talk to us if we can go to a street farm yes But we can't go to his fucking tree farm and bring Pierce Anthony COVID. I'm not going to be responsible for that. Thank you very much. By the way, this champagne, the more you drink of it, it tastes less bad. (laughs) That is literally just,
3: except for for bad moonshine, that is any alcohol. If you drink enough of it quick enough, you don't even care about how it tastes.
0: Ciara, yeah, I don't think you've drunk enough of your healthy drink because you're getting a little sassy over there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> <That's
4: laughs> just saying, I feel sassy. like you should already know these rules.
0: Okay, so um, I want to talk about, before the break, the best answer to one of our questions for you guys. A question you asked and the most ridiculous best answer to that question, especially on rapid fire when there's drinking, Vanessa's already ready. Go for I, it Vanessa. I feel,
4: yeah, yeah, we, I think, I don't know if it was me or you but you asked, um, oh gosh, I can't remember her name but she's just an amazing author. Um, you asked her what her favorite book is and she goes, The Haunted Vagina. It's, and I, yeah, I, right. I literally, t- I was like, what? Someone actually <laughs> wrote that? So and just- I just, I was like, And then I was like, I need to know more. And then you yelled at me for asking more questions (laughs) because I was like, (laughs) it was supposed to be rapid fire. And I was like, I want a whole explanation as
0: to why this is someone's favorite book. So I just have to say on this book, we bought this book, the podcast, and tried reading it for us for Halloween. Yes, we didn't get through chapter four. because What's what's the
5: crawling out and the, and the, the nightstand yeah. occurred. Or was it me? the
0: weird noises coming out
4: of out of her? He was like in. And her then he crawled and in to see what was going on. Yeah, and then all of a sudden you like hear a werewolf oh. coming out of her but It was something. a zombie, like a, a skeleton. No, it was a skeleton, a skeleton warrior oh, a skeleton. And, Andy, who's and he
3: had to use the lamp. He had to hit it with the nightstand. Yeah. <laughs> so all of this occurred to the point he had to crawl into this. <laughs> he, one. He, he crawled in is the chest. It getting bigger.
2: Can't okay, so oh, figure
0: out where it. they got my diary. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> I did ask this author to be on the podcast, and he—he's not—not come on board oh. yet. I think he's a recluse. He doesn't really do events. But I have to say, I will say this about that particular book. Just here's the disclaimer: I do not believe he has an editor. I believe he self-publishes all these books. So he has a ton of them. The book is got some humor, but we put it down after chapter four. It got, and not because we're squeamish. None of us are squeamish. If you enjoyed Chuck Tingle, it's right there. Yeah. 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 Or Belinda Blinks. From- oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. My dad r- really
2: raving this book here. That's, <laughs> there's the blurb <gasps> okay. on the back.
0: Yeah, exactly. I say, I,
4: are, are you saying not? I have it's, it, Chelsea. I'll bring serious. it to you. I'm just you should, you should actually have Erica read it to you. She's got a very
0: uh, serious voice as she says. Are we gonna there sit there down, we'll do a
3: wine night, and then it, it, it's and gonna it need to be something like, other
0: like, than wine, but yeah, maybe some of this really. Bad I have a full games.
3: bar and Corey just put in a K.
0: So Yeah, that's true.
3: <laughs> that okay,
0: JF, Your favorite question.
5: My <laughs> can I'm gonna cheat a little. I love your face whenever somebody mentions Jane Austen during rapid fire questions. <laughs> so it's not the answer. It's anytime anything Jane Austen comes up, Erica just, you're <sighs> so
0: offended. I, I, the thing is, is I don't understand. I, I, that's what my problem is with it, is when I go, what's your favorite book? And they're like, I think Jane Austen. And I'm like, oh, bah, yeah. <laughs> Can I
3: different, pause different the Fucking Austen? Fuck Jane Austen
0: and all the alabaster skin. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's Thank Mark, you. The smart pet peeve.
2: That's my trigger word.
0: Alabaster. <laughs> <The> trigger, <laughs> trigger.
4: Well, you okay, know I I mean, what a, we all know that Erica's favorite book is Fifty Shades of Grey, y'all. I mean,
0: we we <laughs> can't talk about the how face. much There's she loves that. The face. that, that is is right there. She gives Jane Austen. <laughs> Wait, who fucking said that was their favorite book? One of the authors actually said It was one of ours. That yeah, it was because, one of our and pages, I was like, are you making Fifty Shades yes. of Grey, and I was like Yes, hmm. because you immediately texted me
3: and said to fix my face. Because <laughs> Can
0: I just in its defense that <laughs> you're doing something uh, right? <laughs> It's, it's not the writing Jen you can go in its defense it's not the writing <laughs> that's okay during one interview um, Erica's
1: like writing notes because we were sitting I was at her house so it was where we're together and we started writing notes to each other and so I started writing crazy responses and reply and she's like <laughs> it's bad and she's like I think he thinks we're a couple I said you damn right <laughs>
0: Oh my god, who was that? That was actually a pretty famous person. Oh my god. David Brim? No, it no. yes, it was David Brim. Yes. Thought yes. we were, we're us rainbow girls. Wow. Oh. And it it didn't it didn't help us that our four horsemen shirts have the rainbow on them. I like that yeah. you just gestured to your shirt, both of you, as if there's a fucking rainbow on either one of those shirts. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but they have a rainbow feel. So he, he's like rainbow girls, and I was like, Oh, he thinks we're a couple. Not that there's a, which is like, okay, we're just going to roll with it. So he kept calling us as rainbow (laughs) girls throughout the entire episode. It was interesting. (laughs) Val, what was your favorite question?
1: This,
0: (laughs) some of the answers
1: we get when we include, uh, what's your favorite fan moment? It just, (laughs) like, it's a toss-up between Jonathan Mayberry mentioning the tiny French woman dressed as him with the chest hair and Jeff Strand talking about his wife not being happy about the stack of photos they received <laughs> some woman dressed as him at all his favorite college writing spots. <laughs> He's like, I thought it was funny. And we're like, no, Jeff, it is not funny.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it is definitely not funny. What about you, Vanessa? Mine already asked I did. It's fine. It's
2: fine. <laughs> Mark, what about you? Oh gosh. I, I think uh, when I, I have that same thing when anybody says Jane Eyre is their favorite book. So I have to I have to do my uh, you know turn off the mic and throw up a little bit. Uh, but uh, um that one gets me every time. Um but I, I think the best one, honestly, was when we were talking to uh to Harry Turtledove. And oh. we were talking, and he was great. He wouldn't come on camera for reasons we don't know. I think he's a, I think he is actually a turtle and a dove pretending to be a human. So <laughs> that, that's that's, that's my theory now.
4: It's the a chimera. I a a chimera.
2: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I don't know which half is which on this though, but that's not that's what I'm picturing now. But uh, yeah, I was fanboying and I asked him a question about an old old one of his earlier books, and he flipped out because it was like that was the one that I finally got a good cover and I was finally able to quit the day job. And I was finally able to be a writer. You know, I, I took enough money to, to, to be a writer for a year. And I've been doing it 30 years since and all this. And he's like, and then he goes, and he goes, probably wasn't the wisest decision. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're a best-selling author. You're making a living as an author. And it wasn't the wisest decision. That I lost it. I thought that was great. He's like, I gave oh, up no. a life of benefits and money. And now I'm an author. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. That's so Okay, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back with the hosts of Drinking With Authors our sponsor today on drinking with authors is skunk brother spirits skunk brother spirits was started by a family of disabled veterans focused on locally sourced quality distilled spirits their name was inspired by their pops who was nicknamed skunk skunk's father was a moonshiner in oregon back when it wasn't exactly legal Now the brothers are taking the family business legal with their Washington-based team using their grandfather's prohibition-era moonshine recipe to bring small batch spirits to the gorge and beyond. From the moonshine corn whiskey to the apple pie brandy, all of their spirits are handmade in Washington. Believing they already have the best ingredients in the local community, they work with local farmers and suppliers to produce the highest quality spirits from scratch. You can find them on Facebook at Skunk Brothers and on Twitter, at Skunk Bros Inc. Or visit their site, www.skunkbrothersspirits.com and use coupon code DWA10 at checkout to read 10% off your order. You can always also ask your local retailer to start stocking Skunk Brothers Spirits. Regardless of how you get your hands on a bottle or two, grab a drink and don't forget to get skunk. tell
2: us it's okay Oh yeah the robot voice
0: <laughs> do you remember when that robot voice started coming on how freaked out like <laughs> you
4: literally had the most startled look on your face like holy shit what's going on
0: <laughs> i'm sure zoom sent a fucking email that i didn't read that said hey by the way we're gonna start telling you that recording is happening
2: we're gonna out some it, portals coming on
0: I send the emails that tell the authors what to expect. Hi, this is recorded. It's a video. The amount of questions, I feel like I should just not put any periods or any sort of like punctuation in this email. So they read all the way to the bottom because the amount of authors that email me and go, okay, so is this just voice? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you read it
5: at all?
3: Not probably at all. not. They probably opened it to confirm whatever
2: backed out. Hey, way back when, when I started, when I was on, like, episode five, I think, uh, yeah. or six, we were discussing, that, was, that wasn't video, that was just audio. That was just audio.
0: Mm-hmm. That was in-person audio. I was yeah. was in-person in I went to
2: a studio. Kitchen. Well, it was a kitchen. Yeah, so Erica but, yeah.
0: tries to kill <laughs> Hey, <me laughs> that was our a studio, Mark. Studio. <laughs> yeah. I went to the Drinking With the Authors studio <laughs> performance. Yeah. And, and I believe
1: that was after I probably cut the first of COVID because I had no voice. In fact, Austin had a great time with the fact that I sounded like Kathleen Turner. <laughs> and, then I, and then they were feeding me hot toddies and I got too drunk and I started, they started
4: asking me rescue questions. Yeah, like had no voice. You sounded <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know. Yeah, Roger <laughs> Rabbit Kathleen Turner. Like Kathleen Turner. Um,
1: and I, they were asking me rescue questions and apparently drunk foul uh knows that she has no filter so she's I started shoving grapes and uh, choking and Erica's like
0: take the grapes from her <laughs> I stopped giving food out to guests because of and uh-huh. her. you know she's like let me just you know what I'm gonna do is I'm going to be asked the questions, start to answer eat some food start to choke <laughs> up on the food start coughing <laughs> horribly so this is what everybody listening to the podcast is hearing because i'm totally forgetting anybody else is an audience to what's happening yes. you
5: used to make like a cheese plate
0: oh i was fancy i mm-hmm. was fancy when we minute. started i, don't I don't remember yeah. ever you there be be a the cheese plate, plate. you have i was plied I was with coffee and around. alcohol <laughs> That was one thing more than most people. It was awesome. I, I had I was going up and down at the same time. I was
2: at the pre-drinking with authors at the bar in St. Pete, and, uh, and oh yeah uh, and I premiered a book at this book club there, and uh, and and it was it was fun because at the end of the show, I got to say, "Hey, buy my book," and people bought it.
0: So, <laughs> Ooh. no, that's true. You, I, and that's that's an interesting um, part, which is. It's actually funny. That's how we got our sponsor was one of our authors had them make a, uh, a whiskey called Aftermath, which is John Dover, who is just a delight to have on. And the Skunker Brothers, well, then we advertised it and apparently it sold out. So I'm, I'm not sure if books sell a lot from this podcast, but apparently Booze does. So sponsors yeah. listening out there. Just I believe M-I-I. his book
1: is Once Upon a Thing in the West.
0: yeah. So- I like how Valerie's very proud of herself for remembering that title right I'm now. If anybody's watching this episode, you can see that she does.
4: Were <laughs> you thing. gonna say something
0: and you just randomly raising your hand up?
4: Oh no. This no, is not I was just trying not to belch on screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh my uh-huh. dear. I'm sorry. You <laughs> trying not to make
3: it weird and you made it weird.
4: I did. The the bubblies got to me a little bit right <laughs>
0: here. So i was just trying to, you know, keep it classy.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: <laughs> keeping it class. well speaking of keeping it classy what do you think some of the most embarrassing moments on this podcast and they're not all mine so I just oh. Guess oh. All, are all right it was probably it was the
3: first podcast we did together when she had the scum brothers thing and she is so proud of it and she's like and I just want to thank our sponsor tonight Kunk brothers screwing I was like, what?
0: I cannot do disclaimers <laughs> at the end of podcasts.
1: You want to seen her struggle to say the word sponsor for five minutes. I we just let it go. Word,
3: that work. word. I mean,
1: Jenner sober. And we're just watching Erica crap. I'm like, man, I haven't seen her this. I'm like this is the trickiest i've ever seen erica
0: i'm sure jane had stories just for the record i wasn't that drunk it's just words and sounds words are hard a likely story. <laughs> likely story i still could walk so there was that hey listen the sponsor thing is new <laughs> and it would be smart of me to put like a post-it to read off of or something. And I then... told you, I had my little card that I was going to hold up. And all it said was skunk in
3: capital letters.
0: <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you guys <laughs> should definitely check out not only skunk brothers, but cunt brothers. Spirits. <laughs> I laughed
3: way too hard. I don't even know if she finished the whole thing. I think I fell off camera at some point. It was pretty crazy. Okay, mm-hmm. but we
0: were both extremely intoxicated. That was that was good night. I will say this. Um, there are some <laughs> authors that I absolutely. Um, get drunk with and enjoy getting drunk with and then there are some I get more drunk because of how the conversation is going. Uh, <laughs>
5: yes. <laughs> and that'd be my embarrassing moment. Yeah, we interviewed. We've interviewed a lot of people but the one I, I'm not going to say names but you were asking a question like tell me tell me about your writing like you know did you start writing when you were young yes oh that's the worst <laughs> just pulling teeth trying to get a response out of the oh. person is awkward
0: it's 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 very awkward because i want and i got it. you know sometimes writers are introverts totally but i I don't have this as a scripted thing. Normally there's like six or seven questions and it carries through in weird conversations. But if they have no response to anything and I'm like, oh, okay. Dude, literally I'm out of everything I could possibly ask you and it's gone nowhere, nowhere fast. No, no. I've noticed no. when we've had that, we just start our own conversation in the podcast and
3: the yeah. author
4: just sits there. We just start talking about whatever and the author's just like, I think at one time, one time the author started asking us questions. I feel like on an episode, we're like, oh, so what's your favorite book? So to fill in the gaps, I'll give like some long, broad answer to kind of like, you know, fill it in. But yeah, I think that's usually what's happened in like any awkward moments. I don't know when we've had, we've hosted stuff.
2: Uh, I don't know. As an author, you know, we always look for that chance to plug. And I always love it when the authors ask us about our books and then we also, yo, Oh heck yeah. I got five minutes of my book. Here. <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll plug that again. Uh, but um, I, I think one of the fun ones for me was when we were talking to, I think it was uh, Jackie, Jackie Sonnenberg. And, uh, and she was, she was a delight and an amazing author. And I admitted that I had a super crush on her writing and she blushed and I'd never seen, Jackie like get flustered by anything and that just made me laugh so because then I lost it you lost it I not we all were just laughing for like 10 minutes and I, <laughs> I think we Wait, had to Mark, Mark hold I on
4: do you have a dead body behind you I just noticed what <laughs> is that a body behind what are you
2: a- talking about I don't was-
4: I've got, like, I got. I literally just Reaper looked up high, to the left, so. down, so and what I'm like, you gonna oh, do is, just shit? "Is
3: that, that a bucket? <laughs> it's oh, like a pillow? Is a zombie? Is that my
2: Mothman? Maybe? No, no."
3: No. For the it? that. that my buddy
2: that? Clem. That He's been right right quiet there, back there. here. Is that what we're talking about?
1: Yes. Oh
3: my god. Uh,
2: hi,
1: That's the crap out of me. He's not
2: dead. He's just mostly dead.
1: He's mostly dead.
2: We took him to the Fountain of Youth in St. Augustine. Look how good he looks now. I mean, come on! To a
0: little, little color on there. Okay, so no just self: I hope everybody doesn't take Vanessa with you to try to figure out any sort of um, blues in a room because that's been there for forty-five minutes. Vanessa, I'm sorry.
3: <laughs> You should have been super fun and just scooted your chair like this. Like, what are you talking about? Flip yeah, that's that's
2: <laughs> I, I I do that when the morning meetings and stuff at work. I'll just they'll, they'll be like, like, what's back I, there? I, I the... have
0: no idea what you're
2: talking, what are you talking about. about? <laughs> I don't see anything. Yes.
0: <laughs> oh my god. Oh. So um, one thing that I think is is really funny is um the fact that Jen does have an alcohol allergy. She didn't our entire friendship. It's she developed it because she's a vampire and allergic to the sun as well. Um. And that every episode we have to talk vampire. about what? <laughs> yes. So she's my favorite vampire.
5: All <laughs> <laughs> oh, the negatives. None. Wait of them.
4: a minute, it, da- <laughs> wait. Was it uh, Dante's going to be very upset? Don't say that. Oh.
5: Oh, <laughs> John, all the way. We're talking about the characters in Mallory's book for <laughs> those the listeners yes. who are unaware and we've done Okay, you God know, on. I
0: really appreciate that you nerd out and talk about characters in the book. Anyway, I think it's really interesting. Every episode that we end up having to say, and Jen's drinking tea and civil. Oh. Have-
5: yeah. I'm in uh- recovery. No.
0: And Mark's always plugging Coffee Shop Horrors. I swear to God, they're supposed to be a sponsor by now. That's they should right.
2: be. They should be. Well, they give me enough. So I they sponsor Erie, Florida now. So basically, so they, <laughs> they gave me like three bags. Last time I went, they were like, here, this is, this isn't selling. This isn't selling. Take this. <laughs> all right, cool. Oh, it's
0: not selling. You're getting the rejects.
2: I get the reject okay. stuff, but yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, I would take the epilepsy meds, so I can't drink either, so, but Jen, I've got the same, I've got, I've got an allergy that you might not have for vampirism. I'm allergic to garlic, garlic oh, and onions, that
3: so. That's so sad. Yeah, So no Italian it's, food
5: for you. So no, no I, I, I
2: do it with oregano and, and basil and all that, so I just have to make my own stuff all the time, so.
0: I just can't go outside for very long. Uh, I just want to say I have a really bizarre collection of friends I am normal
4: first of all no no I don't know what you're talking about (laughs) yeah oh
3: I
1: I was shocked that that Erica could handle me when I visited in North Carolina (laughs) especially with me and Jonathan uh ganging up on her about where the where the hell is the snow Erica it's 28 degrees out here where the hell is (laughs) the snow
0: these are two people it was from 26 florida.
3: degrees i live in florida it was 26 degrees at my house last week yep. bullshit that is not natural i was so angry
2: did you yeah, have to well, dodge falling, falling
0: iguanas I, I, falling iguanas valerie and jonathan who is my other half or better half i should say um how were born and raised in fucking florida so they've never seen snow nor apparently understand the science of how snow works
3: <laughs> Yeah, it doesn't just get cold and snow appears <laughs> that's exactly what they thought was gonna happen yes there has to be yes, water
0: not <laughs> there to be
1: snow yep. no it falls under 32 degrees
0: and it should instant drop snow <laughs> apparently the moment it does that it's supposed to start looking like christmas and they're both like but it's 27 degrees and then the best part was the, like my car gives a warning saying there may be ice on the road when it falls to a certain temperature right it gives you a little warning fancy fucking cars they're like is there ice on the ground i'm like (laughs) (laughs) is there
1: water is there there air i don't know know. just for the record i felt bad for him so i sent him a snow globe (laughs) it's a snow globe it's a, a globe full of toilet paper yeah full of toilet paper that said i survived the Great toilet paper drought 2020.
4: <laughs> oh my god <laughs>
3: <laughs> And then five days later it snowed it worked yeah. i will say i lived in north carolina for 15 years it snowed maybe eight or nine times during that time period like it doesn't snow that often there unless you're you're now erica you're up in the mountains so yes. I we used to go to the
0: mountains now. to see the snow no, so that's it's really it's weird. Fine. It guys. snowed. It actually snowed last Saturday here, and then it melted in the morning. But I think for pe- people who live in Florida or have grown up in Florida and don't understand science, um, that this whole snow concept is really science bizarre to them. And then, then my I have to say, I love my I love my boyfriend. I do. Um, it snowed, and he's like, "Oh, we can't drive. It's snowing." I'm like, oh, that's, "That's also not so how this cute.
2: works." That's, that's the people yeah. down here in Florida that stop the minute it starts raining and just stop on the interstate oh, because I mean, it's I mean, raining. I mean, but like,
0: during hurricanes, okay? Exactly. And he said yeah. like, Come on. Yeah. No, it was very funny because I think, and this goes, actually, this kind of ties back into writing and talking about writing, is if you don't understand the concept of how something works and you're writing about it, Like, do your fucking research. understand, like, I really hope to God Val is not writing about snow and how it works to be in the snow.
1: Basically, I don't even cover uh, temperatures. It just, I announce it has snowed. I don't, I don't say how it happened, but I do always imply a storm has hit overnight. Because that's, that is my concept in all the Christmas movies. A, A blizzard delayed Santa and it magically snowed heavily. So I go
5: with oh. that concept. With I just want if you're going to research weather online, please like look at more than one website yeah. for your research. Because, yeah, I was just reading. But the websites, yeah, the first one on Google, which was wrong.
0: <laughs> oh, my god. So let's talk about research for a little bit, because that comes up a lot of times on <laughs> no, Val. <laughs> uh, calm, calm the fuck down right now. Just calm the fuck down. <laughs> no, Val. <laughs> no. no.
3: Research uh, a little
0: squirt bottle. I just thought I, oh, I, on I think it's really funny is about was- on research. <laughs> Val is one of the most vocal about it, but I've also seen Vanessa go down a rabbit hole and research a scarf that has absolutely no importance in the book whatsoever for five hours. So <laughs> that was funny. See, Jen was there when that was happening.
3: Um,
0: Does it matter? It doesn't matter. Mark, you have to do research for your books. Oh
2: yeah, I mean, this is my latest. Is that I'm digging into is the secret books of the Egyptian Gnostics. I'm, you know, it's a real page turner, but (laughs) but it's something (laughs) I need. What the hell are
0: you researching that for?
2: Because there's a crazy thing that ties into the Gospel of Thomas, and I need the Egyptian diagnostic of it. It's very weird. It's for a project on a documentary. You know, like I said, big with the tinfoil hat crowd. It will make sense. I
0: promise. I <laughs> believe you. Val,
1: where, where did you go, Val? <laughs> I'm She's there. She's still there. I'm getting my research books. Oh, oh my
2: God. Oh, right, hold on. Here, so here's, plural. One, we just waiting. Plural. Here we go. Here's the other one. So this guy is Johan K. Peterson. Uh He was the tallest man in the world uh, in the 19, up to the 1980s when he passed away. And so I needed this, this postcard that he used to sell because I found this. And this was his ring finger. This was his ring finger ring.
4: Oh my God. Look at
2: that. And I needed to know what the hell this was for a project for Ripley's believe it or not. So and I had to research this guy to figure out, oh, this is a ring because I found it on that photo.
3: (laughs) Oh man. That's that's, nuts. That is painful.
1: painful.
2: I That's research.
1: Share, I can't share any of my research books because they're in the trunk of the car because I was worried we would need them during the cafe ride. Oh my God.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Okay. And then we go to see our rice that does how much research? I don't research at all. Yeah. The only research I created my own
3: world, though. So I, I do, can do right? whatever yeah. I
0: want exactly but i feel Um, super like inadequate compared to you 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 guys the only reason i do research at all is if i because i write in modern times is if i need to understand where a location in like a city is so i'm not doing disservice to the city like if i'm talking about something that could happen in the city i don't want to do disservice so i'll look it up but guess what i won't do i won't spend five hours wondering what subway line runs in chicago Vanessa. Hey, I have never done it. that. You did it with a scarf.
4: <laughs> I did a not. Scarf. I still don't know where the scarf came from. You keep telling, she keeps giving me crap about a scarf. We, I've never researched a scarf. Now, you we're in the middle of writing at your
5: other story and you needed to know what someone was wearing and you started doing research on different brand names of scarves (laughs) and then like an hour later you were still looking it up and then you kept asking us there were like shoe brands that came up and we were like what are you doing and you're like I'm testing this
1: my favorite night was the night that she made the mistake of asking what kind of tattoo this chick should have in her
4: her oh okay yeah i, oh, I started unloading that was a tattoo artist i don't <laughs> know how bad this goes no okay because okay i was trying oh we gotta to adjust with a, a, a tattoo <laughs> for this girl and valerie <laughs> decides to send me tramp stamps and suggestive tattoos on zoom and <laughs> i, I was <laughs> And all so I kept many. thinking was Erica's gonna wake up an, uh, the next day and be like, what the fuck is this?
1: <laughs> that's okay. I, mean, I have a research story that happened last night. It was glorious. I, I one of my characters makes a jab at Adonis. And I was like, wait, that's like very specific. Is that mm-hmm. accurate? And of course, my book was in the trunk of the car, so I was like, fuck, I don't feel like going outside at two in the morning. Um, so I would just put it in, and all of a sudden, I go on a YouTube. There's something called the Adonis Academy on YouTube, and it's teaching people to be male strippers. And I, I'm like,
5: Jennifer, we are missing out. Oh, we were opportunity video. No. One time, about knees. how it tells every move you tells do the a story. Chest roll about, or the, neck the roll or the, the hip the roll. Like keep your four point <laughs> positioning. It's head, chest, belly, sit. And that's the story that the roll tells. Like <laughs> he says, and he says in the video very clearly, he looks in the camera
1: and goes, if the head is too much for you, just pull it out of the routine. <laughs>
4: no one time Valerie says oh man I was doing research on because I didn't know it existed on sriracha pants yes. okay and because then I'm like what the hell are you talking about and apparently then, if you we're don't know it, and
5: trying to figure out what it was
4: it Should like, be capitalized if you do yoga so right. and you want to have sex with someone on a random situation, you sriracha pants are yoga pants with an easy access to there's no stitching on there. Like, seriously. And I'm pretty sure hey, they were $16. I have a question. Okay. How do you guys
3: find this stuff? Were you just like I writing? Know. And you're just like, you know what? I'm going to invent this pant to make it easy because you know, smutty stuff super fun. Or are you shopping online and you're like, holy shit, I just bought these yoga pants. They have no, no. crotch. They How was just did you pants. get from a to B? They,
4: they a have brand a crotch, name. but it's They're like a brand
1: secret. Name. It's are a you? brand name. They're like How $100 a pop. It? You and want to know what she buying a They have a picture of a sriracha pepper in the crotch.
2: I'm just trying to figure out how y'all got on my Amazon wish list. This is crazy.
1: <laughs> it's <probably laughs> It
2: started it's because probably. we were editing.
5: this Oh, story
2: I forgot
1: to switch it that. up. <laughs> and then we and were like, like, "What do is you that?" Legalize this or not? And she's like, "Is it a
4: brand name?" And I said, "Well, let me Google it." <laughs> oh, it was Chastity Belt. <laughs> Chastity well, Belt and that Great was like was is this is it's and a, then she's a real did.
0: brand. It's a real okay, brand. Okay, so so just
2: for our new, rough... our new sponsor for next episode. When
0: you want to get laid after hot yoga because that doesn't stink. without taking your <laughs>
4: <principles>. <laughs> I mean, downward dog is just not just a yoga position.
0: Okay? <laughs> <laughs> This special edition of Drinking with Authors is now about the X rating. Thank you for being a part of it. And for the, okay, you don't need any more ballots. Still hitting you. Your are another changed. bottle upstairs. I, <laughs> I think that's a terrible plan. You are lightweight, and I think you do. You. Plan. You We're do, do bad, you No, no, do. no. Live
2: cigar. your best life.
0: <laughs> I'm being a bad example. I have no good platter. <laughs> what? Did you just say you- Oh my <laughs> god. <bladder. laughs> is that what she
3: said.
0: Because you, you need your
1: gallbladder pumps more bile into your system to fight poison. Alcohol is a poison. So I have no defense when I drink. And this is why it's never a good idea.
5: That's <laughs> why I'm so
1: I am don't have a gallbladder. You've done the research. <laughs> oh my god.
3: I just, okay. Woo! Woo! Oh, okay, you're gonna come over sometime. I got some tricks to
0: show
3: you. Uh-uh. <laughs> she to watch it, you Chelsea, trying
4: to
3: fan Chelsea, yourself story. <laughs> <laughs> i can't let him know that exists, okay? <laughs> if he finds out.
4: He's like, hey, property. honey,
3: I got a trick for you. He <laughs> <laughs> have- would replace half of my closet, and then you find my secret stash of shoes. Okay, I can't compromise it.
0: Okay, so I'm gonna pose this question to um, uh, everybody in the group because I don't want to talk about sriracha pants anymore. <laughs> um, which is, uh, what is the your favorite book you recently <laughs> read? J.M. I'm always reading
5: like four books. You know what? Know. I'm enjoying. I don't. Let me make sure the author name. I'm reading this book about dragons, and it's like a urban fantasy police procedural. Um, but I want to make sure I tell say the author's name right. It's like Isla Isla Frost. I'm enjoying her series about uh, about dragons. And then before that, I was reading John Corwin, who does like uh, is very Harry Dresden, um, feel to it, but with like Cthulhu. It's it's a fun series. Also, I'm rereading Lord of the Rings because I'm teaching it again. So, always my favorite. The Nobody
0: cares Salarian. about that part. Okay, Valerie. So, hey, I bought a
1: bunch of books to use for book talk. Um, and I started rereading a book that I previously enjoyed. And here we go. Here we go. I'm going to show you guys the cover. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> take, take that in. This is Robert right yeah mail order bride by elia Easton. this is a mail mail spaghetti western rom-com and it's so sweet and adorable and funny and feel goods with cowboys <laughs> it's just
5: the bonnet
3: the bonnet gets a bo- the, the bonnet, bonnet yeah that covers the sexy I don't... cowboy
0: it's
2: I, I could pull off the sexy cowboy, but I can not pull off the bonnet.
0: fucking bonnet. Mark, like a, you could pull off that bonnet in a heartbeat.
2: You I could pull off the sexy I mean, cowboy, but the, the bonnet, I don't know. It's, I don't
4: know. Maybe, you're, maybe uh, Mark's guest in the back may look good in a bonnet. Oh,
2: Clum <laughs> could pull off the bonnet. Yeah, definitely. Clum could pull off the bonnet. There we go. Okay,
4: Vanessa,
0: what are you reading that you're enjoying right now?
4: Oh, I finished this delightful book called Thread Needle by carrie thomas and it does not have a u.s publisher which is a damn selling it in the u.s because the it is a sunday times bestseller it's amazing if you it's like if you love discovery of witches meets practical magic adult uh uh novel it is glorious it's beautiful prose beautiful characters dark craziness, and yeah. So U.S., I don't know what you guys are doing, but you are like way behind.
0: Okay, CR.
4: Um, So
3: I don't research for my books, but I do like reading history books and stuff, and I actually found a weird romance um, because I was looking up Jack Frost because, you know, Jack Frost is my favorite, and it's actually by an author named Rebecca F. Kenny, and she takes like Jack Frost and Peter Pan, which is another one of my favorites, and does a different spin on like a romance with them. And I absolutely adored
0: her series so far. Very, very cool. What about you, Mark? What are you reading?
5: You're muted. Uh,
0: other than agnostics.
2: <laughs> other, other than that, that page turner. Uh, I, I, I've actually been, I'm reading like, like you do, Jen, I read like four books at a time. So um, I went back to my childhood and was reading a Battlestar Galactica novel. No. Uh, this is Die Chameleon, which was not, never aired as an episode, was never filmed. So this is one of the lost episodes of the original Battlestar Galactica. And I had never read this. I didn't even know they made a couple. So I'm digging for like three others I'm on an eBay hunt to find the three others that were never made as episodes, but came out as books. I didn't even know they existed.
4: Wait, Mark. And so wait, I wait, fail as a fanboy. Which is the better ba- Battlestar Galactica, the original or the remake?
2: I like them both in different ways, but OG is the better, I think, because I, I just, the nostalgia factor. When I was a kid, that was my show. You know, Starbuck was the Han Solo I wanted, you know, and all that. And when they did the remake, I like the remake because it, it took me a while to get into it because what'd they do to Starbuck? But uh, yeah. but then yeah. Starbuck was still a badass, so I was cool with it after a little while, but it took a while. So there you go. But now for the one I just finished that was amazing is The Black Tongue Thief by Christopher Buhlmann. And uh, he writes usually horror. Uh, he's an old Bay Area Renaissance Festival guy. Uh, he used to do the stocks and insult people. So this is Christopher, like...
0: Christopher uh, the Insulter, exactly. yeah. Yes. Christopher the Insulter. <laughs> this,
2: this, this, is his, this is his fifth book. Um, <laughs> awesome. And he's gone fantasy. So it's horror, fantasy, comedy, and it is incredible. And it's, uh, you know, really cool characters. And I'm so excited that uh, he's doing well. And it's an amazing book. i
0: actually have his first book because a friend of mine who i was dating at the time many many moons ago had me dragged across the entire renaissance festival and put in the stockades by Christoph. and so for a birthday he decided to buy me his first book autographed by him and it says something about dragging me across the renaissance festival for that so that that's happened i am actually reading i know everybody's going to be shocked by this a dan wells book called hollow city which is really really good (laughs) 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 <laughs>
4: <laughs> You're
0: gonna say in <laughs> <laughs> a chance. Yes. Yes. Fuck you, Vanessa. And the other book I'm reading, and I'm gonna say the name wrong, so correct me, Mark. But it's is it Crosha? Crosha by really? Owl. Go- Cro. What?
2: Cr- just Crota.
0: Crota by Owl going back, and um, that that is scary as shit. I will say that Crota yes. is scary. He is amazing the um, scariest scary.
2: book i've ever read yep
0: yeah he it's terrifying do not read it at night it was a bad idea so
2: <laughs> needs to be a movie it would be an incredible horror movie
0: it it just... absolutely it would be an incredible movie oh i've never asked anybody on here this question so i'm going to ask this before we have to wrap up in a little bit what is your favorite book to tv show or movie i'm going to start with vanessa oh god uh Damn she you. looked the least prepared on the show if you guys are watching the youtube she looks the least prepared to take on that question that's why i asked her
4: oh uh, damn just you hugging her uh beard. and that's a question i asked like all the other guests yes <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, oh god uh best book to is it you said tv or movie or does it matter yeah well, it doesn't matter
0: just visual production.
4: <clears throat> oh, you know what, I'll say Netflix did an amazing Shadow and Bone adaption of the book series. So if you love like Russian inspired fantasy, uh, the books are fantastic. And I think they did a really great job. Because what they're what um, she wrote three different series set in different times. And the show had found a way to mesh them all together in a way. And tell the story. So I would say kudos, Netflix. You're the bomb. Okay. Okay. This one hey. time,
3: let's not get crazy. Yeah, I was going to say CR, what This one time. Point? Uh, well, so I don't really mind any of them because I do the whole the movies or the show are basically a fan fiction. But I thought they did a, a pretty decent job on the hundred, the Hunger Games series. I thought that that they time. just did they did a really great job. Like they hit it they emphasize the important parts and they really did like the less important fluffy things just kind of fade away and I thought they did a great job.
0: I agree with you. I like that one immensely. Val.
3: So I had a teacher who was all about Forrest Gump and
1: made us read Forrest Gump and that was a horrendous dry book but it made a very good everlasting I mean people still quote that damn movie to this day. Uh, you know life is box of chocolates even if they've <laughs> never seen it <laughs> and i've i've yelled lieutenant dan to people at random because <laughs> because you can and it's totally acceptable
0: uh, i don't know that's totally acceptable but you're weird so <laughs>
1: and of course we have a Jen.
0: so how many times <laughs> have you heard jenny <laughs>
3: <Jen-A!
0: Jen-A? laughs> okay J M. Um, what about you my friend
5: um, I'm going to go backwards and do The Princess Bride, which was a movie and then a book. Um, and then he made up the whole idea that it was a book, which is so fun, like just that back and forth meta. And it's, yeah, The Princess Bride is wonderful.
0: And everything is wonderful. We actually got the opportunity to um, go to a screening of it where Carrie Elwes was there. Mm-hmm. So that's still like wonderful. A, he's still wonderful he is such a delightful yummy human being he could be a cowboy in the cowboy thing that would be fine mark what about you uh i
2: was gonna say a joke answer but uh uh and i was gonna say you know backdoor babes four i loved the 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 book was Amazing, but the movie was incredible. <laughs> and, I mean, it's just ripped off the pages. It was beautiful. No, but uh, honestly, uh, uh, I was gonna. Hey, say, I, I was... your whole
0: computer when you said that. So well yep. done.
2: <laughs> yeah, no, I think uh, I think honestly, I go Lord of the Rings, but not the movies that you think. I go back to the back animation. Lord of the Rings was probably just one of those things that hit me right and pulled me in. So, oh, did I, I upset that. someone?
0: It, it, because, the teacher's Lord of the Rings appears to be offended by it. She just did the Jane It's got its
5: own qualities. Um, yeah, that's what I will say about that's it. That's same my
2: thing. I say about the Peter Jacksons. They have their own qualities. So yeah, they neither. No one's done it quite right. But I thought that one had the just the feel that I got when I read it. That's what Is I. That,
5: they were like, look, stop motion plus animation plus yeah all the and, yeah.
2: They were doing what they had with what they yeah. got. That so. movie
5: was, was the reason why Tolkien, uh, well, he always said he never wanted his books turned into movies because he never forgot that when he's watching something, he never forgot he was watching it. He can't lose himself in a visual medium the way that he can lose himself in a book. But that movie sealed it for him. He was like, no. absolutely not, never again.
0: And then
5: really,
2: he, they died. And this was this was he died. Anyway. Okay, well, then how about, the? then I'll go with... <laughs>
0: Great, you no, pissed let's... off the PhD in English
2: literature. What's Gordon that? R. Dixon's uh, The Dragon and the George got turned into another animated around that time called The Right: uh, The Flight of Dragons. And it, they based it on the, the crazy Flight of Dragons book that had come out, which was like a picture book. That, but they stole the story and text completely and all the characters and all this from uh, The Dragon and the George, which is a great book. And the animation in that was pretty cool. And it was a cool story too, so. I it's think the same so team funny. that did uh, uh, "Last Unicorn" did that one too. So. Yes,
5: oh,
4: it's that eighties feel. But then, yeah. oh my god, you I, know what? Can I change my answer? The Last Unicorn. Like, <laughs> I, 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 I. Eat, oh.
5: my favorite.
4: I just recently watched that, and it just, uh, it just, I, do you, my heart fluttered. I felt oh. light. I was like, yes, this. Is, I just love that movie and the book.
2: I, I can feel this body dying. I'm like, oh my <laughs> god, this is a kids it. movie. Oh my god. <laughs>
5: I just read it with my daughter. Vanessa suggested we were looking for a book to read. Uh, as she's 11, and we just read it together.
3: Nice.
5: So it's
0: good.
3: Yep. Does That's
5: nobody classic. remember
0: Watership Down? Because if we want oh, to talk about uh, it. Yeah. Oh,
3: traumatic.
1: Just that book traumatized me so bad. I'm like, this is supposed to be fluffy bunnies. <laughs> 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 Ripping each other apart.
5: What's the bridge to Terabithia? Oh, no. that was a one. Okay. That's like my girl.
2: I'll just say one word,
5: Artex. There you oh, go.
2: There's your heart. There's your the heart. The kids during that scene.
4: Like, oh, wait. Is oh, that from all are children. Are children. Never, never, ending never ending story? Never
2: ending story, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: you're a monster. <laughs> you're <laughs> you're okay. I got a fun never ending story fact.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: And I'll tell my my favorite actual book to movie. And I love the Hunger Games. That's definitely in the top for me. But barrett oliver who played the kid that read the book in the never-ending story i was at school with him when that was happening and me and him used to play dungeons and dragons we'd skip class and go play Dungeons and dragons and he did this and he he disappeared for a few like a couple months and i was like where the hell were you and he's like i don't know i was making a movie and we went back to play dungeons and dragons and then all of a sudden he was on the big screen (laughs) like that's pretty cool okay so i have to I love The Hunger Games. I think they did a great job with The Hunger Games. I think PETA's casting was good. I'm not going to argue with anybody about that. But um, I have to say, I was thinking about this as we go through things. And I read and listened to the book, You. And the TV show for You is actually fucking brilliantly done and follows the book. Like, it really does it's done in the entire book and it's one of the books that I prize for how it's written because it is completely written from that one character's perspective no other characters influence this at all like even when we're talking about another character he's talking about how he thinks that character is doing things or thinking about things or whatever it's never you're watching another person's actions it's him thinking about what the other person's actions are it's completely stalkerish they cast it completely brilliantly they followed the book completely brilliantly it it's 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 fucked up now the second season of you does not for the Uh, record follow the book well so i
3: i never actually read it but i heard you know i heard a lot of people and had a lot of people tell me that the show was better than the book because obviously there are certain things you can do on screen that you
0: can't do in writing so so i would say if you're gonna this is one of those ones where i actually think the audio book does it justice and ironically the person who reads um that book also reads the hunger games the song and the snake or whatever that follow-up book is it's the same narrator who reads the that yeah, and rides part of Dune, which is really hysterical okay. because we listen to a lot of audiobooks, me and my boyfriend, and he's like listening to it. And he's like, is this the you guy? Yes, <laughs> it is. Um, oh, what, what's happening over there, Mark? He's visiting. Again, uh, oh,
2: sorry, Clem. He just he got bored.
0: Oh. <laughs> Why is his name Clem?
2: Um. It's just that it was it just stuck. I don't know. We found him on the road one day. And, you know, you, you, you got to name your pets, right? So We
5: need, we need more information, Mark. Found oh. him on
2: the road one day. Yeah, it was just, it was, you know, he was there. He's, he's a couple he hundred a years t-shirt? old. So. He's wearing a Hawaiian print. So, because uh, he always wears, we all wear Hawaiian print here as Florida authors. He's a Florida author. He co-wrote uh, 31 Tales of Hellview Cemetery when I was running a haunted house back in the day. And, uh, you know, well, actually, he just posed for a couple of pictures on it. We gave him co-author credit.
0: So, you guys might not know this, but uh, Mark ran one of the most successful haunted houses in St. Pete for years called Elview Cemetery.
1: Yeah. He's
0: had many different incarnations in his life of different yeah. creative endeavors.
2: <laughs> yeah, if you google me, you get all kinds of fun. Uh, especially if you go past page two of google so yeah i was you know. gonna say
0: you should probably ignore the mug shots those weren't really That's, that you was know, never convicted never convicted I, never
2: convicted never convicted and i needed Doesn't the money no need the
0: money.
2: And, okay. and, uh, the, and the adonis uh youtube channel that video that one is not supposed to be monetized anymore so it's all good <laughs>
0: Valerie, stop creeping on mark oh she's blushing and she's drunk i appreciate it okay <laughs> So we we need we can talk for hours because you guys yes. are just thoroughly amazing and I love every one of you. But let's do a final thoughts, final thoughts. And because Valerie looks totally prepared for that, so let's mean.
2: He wants to miss
3: Mark
0: just far away from me. Love, yeah, don't
2: touch me. <laughs> there, there he's comfy on his pillow now, so he's all good.
0: Val, <laughs> final thoughts. Final
1: thoughts. I'm too drunk for thoughts. um, there it is the tagline i can't wait to see how how the whole author landscape changes in the next next year or two uh there's a lot of changes going on in the industry a lot of authors rethinking what success looks like for them um and with conventions starting to slowly amp up or new and it's strange because when it comes to the convention circuit there's a lot of conventions that no longer have the weight or exist that used to be staples and ones that were no names are now rising to the surface a little bit, who were able to keep it together and going. So it's, it's gonna be interesting to see what the author landscape develops this year. So I think that would be my final thoughts. I can't wait to hear the new stories that develop out of the changes the pandemic may have brought for better or worse, I suppose.
0: I like that. I was wondering if you're going to actually tie it into drinking with authors at all, but thank you for pulling it out in the end there, Belle. (laughs) I was it out at the end. Jen?
5: (laughs) I'm right on top of that. (laughs) (laughs) I just hope we keep getting to talk to cool
0: people and have fun conversations, (laughs) even if I'm not drinking. Yeah, that's true. Well, at least somebody keeps us on track. That's what I'm going to say about that. Um, Vanessa, what are your final thoughts, my friend? Ooh, I would like to see myself actually finish
4: my damn novel. So bam, that's one. Um, and probably, I don't know, just to be able to go to cons again. I haven't been to a con since Pensacon. I think PensaCon was my last
0: one. No, um, it wasn't. It was Tampa Bay Comic Con. You should
4: pay oh, attention. Oh, my, to my bad, my while. bad. Uh, yeah, no, I just but hope to <laughs> be able to go to more stuff this year. So woo woo very cool CR parting parting thoughts my friend I mean
3: my after a shit year last year my biggest thing is just I really want to get at least two or three of my realms done this year as long as you know my husband fixes my computer and stops it from crashing and destroying
0: weeks of work you know I think that was months of work but that's okay Mark (laughs) Um, I like that Val stuck with the guest thing, and then it got to the mess, and it went off again. Um, Mark, what are your parting thoughts for drinking with authors?
2: I'm hoping that we rope in a lot more, you know, classic authors. I've been having too much fun chatting with uh, some of these guys after, and after they come on, they, like this, we become friends, and they all... They, they, they keep up with us and they they, uh, they check in and they, oh, I listened to that episode last week. It was great, Mark, you know, and, and uh, tell Erica I love that. And then I forget to tell you. So it's all good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I appreciate
3: <laughs> the
1: accolades
0: no, You
2: officially It was recorded that you told her. Yep, there we go. <laughs> I just told you. Uh, but no, uh, but, uh, I can't remember any of their names off the top of my head, but no. <laughs> but no, I, I, I'm just, I'm looking forward to seeing who all else we can get on and just to have fun and to learn more, it's, it's, I mean, you, we got new authors who came on. We had one new author came on. who was talking about how much she paid to have her book edited and to have her book published. And we were like, no, 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 <laughs> But we couldn't do it at the time. So,
0: no, but, no, don't do that again. No.
2: Don't do that no. again. Don't do that again. But then we have the, you know, the seasoned authors who are going into new fields. Like they're starting to go back self-publishing themselves because they, you know, they're not getting the feel, the love from the publishers. And then, you know, it's it's complete like you said, topsy-turvy landscape and I'm loving the show that it lets us explore that with, with all these crazy people and we make friends forever, so loving it.
1: Yeah. And I hope to see a lot of them come back and update us on yeah. where they are and, and what their new releases are and, and things like that.
2: And what they're so, drinking.
0: And what they're drinking now. Yeah, obviously we need to do one so Vanessa gets past Irish car bomb and onto a new exploratory thing. Um, I actually, I'm super excited about what this year is holding and the fact that we are out there and I hope behind the scenes kind of what tying back, believe it or not, watch this, Jan, I'm going to tie back to something you said in the beginning that Kat brought up is that I really hope that even though we don't necessarily hear it ourselves, that our podcast has helped people and helped authors and helped writers or helped even quote unquote wannabe writers figure out how to do things and help navigate through a lot of stuff that maybe they would have had more difficulty navigating or thinking that they weren't doing things right or whatever. And I hope that that's helped them. And for those that aren't writers, I hope that they're you know, I have a lot of people that aren't writers that tell me they listen to the podcast that, that they because they think it's thoroughly ridiculous and comical and to hear all the sides of these people that are behind written words to them. So I hope we get to continue that for another 100 episodes. We can't do that this year. We have to wait a couple of years to do that because, yeah, that's how that works. But um, <laughs> math, the maths. But I'm excited to do that. I like that Valerie kind of keeps going in between a smirk and a deer in the headlights. Is that part <laughs> of your drum? <laughs> book?
1: <laughs> it's mean and Dre not to like fall asleep because now I just won't grow up and fall.
4: Oh, my God. <laughs> I recommend really a cup of morning you
2: know? BJ. <laughs> you
4: got to get a morning BJ there, Valerie. A, a morning BJ. BJ. <laughs> oh, okay, Mark. <laughs> Banana nut
2: bread. That's all I'm saying. It's good.
4: That's
1: okay. You should have seen us on the panel at Spooky. Yes. And he's like, I'm like, I don't think I'm qualified to be on this panel about cryptids. I feel outclassed. And he was upset because Stacey Brown couldn't be there, who was like the big, Bigfoot hunter in Florida. And I'm like, what would I have to discuss with him with the title of Sleep of a Sasquatch? But he's like, come on, how much do you know? And then he started naming all the different regional types. And he's like, that, see yeah. <laughs> and, then he, and then he starts mentioning the dog man and then the lizard man and I said well I just think when Hurricane Katrina hit that the the Rougarou just migrated east yep. and he goes there was a poor man spotted in Punta Gorda yep. and everyone in the audience is like what's a <laughs> Yep.
2: and we went off for like 20 minutes on Rougarou there so that was see you yeah, see it all comes around so
0: I, I'm just I'm just gonna point out that Val just totally went off topic. Like, it's all so good. It's all good. You are that so pretty, Val. You are so pretty.
3: I know. And with that, sucks.
0: oh my God, <laughs> you shut up. Mute yourself. I have one
3: where I'm
1: impersonating Erica. That is glorious. <laughs>
4: that was a tick tock wait, wait a minute wait a minute you need to show your lovely photograph valerie before this video ends that's right you didn't show mark oh, mark, oh no show what's mark this in the, in the, so, the viewers so. of youtube
2: what am i missing
4: jen
1: and erica have a birthday coming up in march and i thought to myself what gift could i get that would encompass my new friendships with them right and it hit me when right. i <laughs> and I bought us each a copy of it.
2: <laughs> Ready for this.
0: Oh my
1: God. You're not prepared. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself for this one.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: oh my God. <guess>. Oh,
2: wow. <laughs> that's that's incredible.
1: It is, that's... It, is the, it is the painting of the three muses, but with our faces.
2: Yes. I uh, was say, that's, we're that's amazing. We're
1: thinking of getting t-shirts, group t-shirts, good t-shirts and, and matching pillows. Yes. My four pillow. horsemen yep. has an official building. We'll get a really large mural of it. Oh, yes. yes. <laughs> so, because <laughs> like, no,
5: vetoed.
2: And, okay, and I'll and do sexy that. cowboy over to the side.
5: Yes, we'll have cowboy I'll do
2: sexy cowboy over the side, head down.
0: Maybe peeking around a tree. I mean, where's the ball? I get. Oh my god! Okay, okay. We we have to go now because stuff. But this is the two hundredth ish episode. <laughs> it's very. It's it's on brand. It's on brand. It's on brand. For us. The two hundred kind of hazy episode. <laughs> it's really with worse. authors. I am by- Erica Lance. No, so you're sponsored by skunk brothers in a moment my punch brothers spirits skunk brothers spirits they are amazing people and hopefully they have a sense of humor we'll see they might cut me off um skunk brothers spirits dwa 10 please absolutely they have some amazing amazing different spirits that are so tasty on that um, thing. And if you feel like you can take on like a Thor-type experience, you should buy the lightning. That's what I'm going to say. If you lightning lightning. Yes, ride the lightning. Um, but I'm your host, Erica Lance, my amazing group of co-hosts today at the Jam, Cat, Valerie Willis, who didn't know what to do with her hands, Vanessa Valley, oh, yeah. Mark Busty, and C.R. Rice. <laughs> No, I don't know what to do with oh my dad. It's talented at nights where you just slowly lay me. I don't have to see my hand. <laughs> jazz
3: hand.
2: Just do jazz hand. It's all good. Jazz hand. Oh, the jazz, jazz hands right hand sounds right. <laughs> fun. <laughs>